Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is the TeacherCast podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about ways that we can prepare our students for their tech-driven workforces. Today, we're talking about different things that we can do not only in our classrooms but around our classrooms that are going to help provide our students not just with that great technology but the why why are we doing things how are we going to do it and what happens in the future once we want to expand on those concepts i have some great guests today from the promethean company and also a fourth grade teacher i'm looking forward to the show but before we get to our interview i want to remind you guys that we've got some great things coming up on TeacherCast. if you're a teacher out there looking to bring audio and video into your classroom you can check on over at educationalpodcasting.com where we have an entire world dedicated to helping you guys bring dynamic lessons into to your classroom using the hottest audio and video applications. Check it out today over at educationalpodcasting.com. Of course, if you're an educational technology integration specialist or a tech coach, we've got some great things happening every single Monday morning at our Ask the Tech Coach podcast, where you guys can learn how to be better instructional technology coaches and support your students and teachers through dynamic professional learning. And lastly, if you guys are podcasters, bloggers, content creators, or writers, don't forget to check out buildyouredubrand.com for all of the stuff that we have to offer to help you guys take your platforms to that next level. My first guest today is a fourth grade elementary teacher at Mars Elementary in Vernon, Indiana. She is also a Promethean master educator and has been a part of the pep squad ever since 2018 when she became a certified Promethean teacher. I want to welcome today Miss Krista Cartwright. Krista, how are you today? Welcome to the program. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Jeff. It is so nice to have you here on the program. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. How is fourth grade? Fourth grade is great. They're just starting to emerge into their technology wonders. And uh, I feel that, you know, as a teacher, it's our job to lead them in the right direction in the technology field. And, and what does that mean? You know, today we're talking all about using technology, making sure that we're using it in that, in that tech-driven workforce, not just using technology for the sake of using technology. Tell us a little bit about how you run your classroom these days. Well, it starts off, you know, I have a, a, an active panel from Promethean and our board is on. It has our daily directions on it. The kids come in, can work freely on what they need to do. They pick up their devices and our day begins. And they are usually using devices from the get-go. Um, and, of course, we're taking breaks throughout the day from them as we're doing different activities. Um, but a lot of it is driven from the technology. One of the things that I love to ask, and this is coming from the middle school teacher's point of view, but how do you handle so many students with these devices? When we're looking at things, it's got to be a challenge just to get everybody moving in the right direction. Well, I have been blessed with a district that likes to keep up with up-to-date technology, and we tend to not have too many uh, uh issues. And in fact, you know, having an iPad one-on-one -on -one classroom for almost nine, 10 years, I, I have very little downtime with technology. <laughs> uh, you know, our turnaround of any issues get fixed and, you know, we move along. Uh, our kids don't take our devices home. They do stay with us all day. So that helps. Um, but really no issues. 
Welcome to the show. My next guest today is a head of projects and professional development in the Western region for Promethean. And she's also a longtime middle school teacher. I'm so happy to have another middle school teacher on today. Miss Melissa Lipka. Melissa, how are you today? Welcome to the show. Hi, Jeff. I'm fine. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You are one of those wonderful people who are responsible for helping to bring amazing technology into the hands of so many classrooms. Talk to us a little bit about what's happening these days at Promethean. Well, it's a very exciting time at Promethean. Uh, We have a lot of great new products that are wonderful in the classroom. Teachers love to be able to engage their students. So what we offer is an interactive panel for students to be engaged, to be able to collaborate with each other and really get that first hand, even starting young, they're able to get that first hands-on experience with technology. It is important as we get students involved in that first experiences. You know, my triplets are now six years old. I've got them on Chromebooks. I've got them making websites. It is really important that we start to prepare these kids for what's going on in that real world really from day one. Krista, tell us a little bit about some of your experiences. How are you helping prepare your students for those real world opportunities? Well, I have found that I assume a lot by the time they're in fourth grade anymore that they've had technology, just a wealth of it. And I've come to find out through just surveying and asking questions that it's really just a small handful of my 28 students who really are in it a lot at home and how they're using it is not really something that's necessarily going to prepare them for real life. You know, it's the video games. It's that I'm watching a YouTube video. Um, and so really trying to redirect how they're using it and how it can be used more in the classroom or in a business and showing them how it is used outside of those two things that they love <laughs> YouTube and video games. So, um, that's a big change. I think I assume they all were experts in everything and they're not. <laughs> well, we talk a lot about the why, right? Not only showing kids the the what and the how, but really giving them the idea of why are we doing this? What is the reason why we're putting this piece of technology in your hands? And why is it important that we learn this? I'm sure that there's a lot of examples in fourth grade where the kids are trying out Minecraft, Fortnite, but you really got to show them why are these different skills important? Yeah, when we get into looking at the coding backside of it, you know, they're really, I think they don't understand how much it takes to create those video games and realizing, gosh, you know, maybe this is a career I'm interested in, or this does take a lot of work and a lot of schooling, and I need these other skills besides technology skills to to be successful in this day and age. Um, We try to pull in businesses and take them on field trips so that they can see some of that technology in real life. Now, Melissa, when we're looking at putting the technology in the hands of our students and in our classrooms, obviously professional development brings a huge component into this. It's not just giving them a, a board or giving them you know, an iPad or something, but really trying to give them that whole sense of this is important because. Could you comment a little bit on why it's important that we're getting our kids ready for the technology-driven worlds that are in their futures? Sure. I think the best uh, example I have is having two grown children, young adults now, and watching them as they progressed through the classroom from having very little technology to then having more and more as they got older and times changed. 
it was very important once they left high school to have the background to be able to go into the college or the trade schools and be able to know how to use the technology for example applying how you know putting going online what 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 do you the people that you're applying to they want you to have an online either sometimes it's an interview sometimes it's your online resume how do i create these things how do i interact um, online so when you go into the classroom and you try to make it important for teachers to know that yeah this is great this is a great tool everybody wants to have technology in their hands they need to know that they are very powerful in teaching those students how to get to that next step in their career in their life by showing them the the ways to do it and interact with it and use it in the way they're going to use it when they do get out in the workforce or in their after post-secondary education well, how do we do that, right? Because over here we have Krista who's teaching fourth grade. Myself, I've got six-year-olds. And, you know, when I go to school during the day, I, I have middle schools. How do we start to talk to our kids about their futures when their futures are so far in front of them? So I, I like to do, when I was teaching um, in middle school, we took our kids on a real-life field trip to it was called Exchange City. And kind of like what we're doing now with technology, we were teaching kids how to write a check, how to apply for a job, how to pay your taxes, how to pay your bills, how to budget your money. So all of those skills that we teach kids everyday life are kind of those things that we're trying to teach our kids with technology because it's the way we're seeing this world evolve kind of like your basic skills to succeed in life. And, and Krista, comment on that a little bit. How do we successfully do all those things when, again, with fourth graders, they're not thinking about balancing checkbooks? No, no. I, we do a lot of uh, blogging about novels and things that we are um, – reading and and you know we, i try to connect it to some of the blogs that they follow and you know talk about how what we're typing in those and how we should type in those and how we should respond to people and they know that it has to go through me before i actually post it but you know i remind i'm always reminding them that when they become an adult they're not going to have someone proofreading or you know just thinking about what they're saying that they really do need to think about what they're putting out there you know as a fourth grader even <laughs> it's still going to be out there on the internet I think those real world lessons are important. You know, right now I'm working with my six year olds to create Google sites and they want to put links up on their site and they want to take pictures of themselves because it's fun. <laughs> and of course they want to share it with, with, you know, grandma and grandpa, but I'm also going, all right, they're only six years old, but do I start to teach them about internet safety? Do I not? Cause as parents, I'm the one putting up more pictures of them than they're kind of put up of themselves. Where does all of this start? And I guess it probably starts with having those discussions in the ed tech spaces. Melissa, talk to us a little bit about some of the conversations that Promethean is having as far as putting not only technology in the hands of our educators and our students, but putting the right kinds with the right kind of professional learning. So that way we can make those, be those, those best choices for our students. So along with, you know, teaching the teachers how to use the technology, we also make sure that they're well aware of the, the privacy of the students. Um, I know with our ClassFlow based software, there is a large document that teachers are given when we do the professional development on the protection of uh, the, the privacy of the, of the students. Um, we also educate them in that 
forum. Um, I think when it comes to um, actually the kids themselves learning about it, I think everyday life, watching things that come out on the news and on the internet is a great lesson for, hey, this is why you don't do this. You know, this you, you see in public figures, you know, this is not the right way to handle yourself when you're using technology because it can get in anybody's hands and you have to be well aware of the audience that you may, you know, interact with. Krista, what do you think? As, as somebody who's in the, in the trenches here every day, how are you creating real-world meaningful examples? Would you be able to share with us maybe a project that you recently worked on that really sparked the imagination of your students? Um, oh, let me think here. Um, probably one that we do um, is just sort of giving them sort of a it's a math project where they are using the technology to showcase it. We collaborate with it up on our active panel. Um, everyone gets involved with it and we sort of turn it in as like, this is their job. This is, you know, you've now accomplished this, you've earned this because you accomplished and you finished this project and you had a task and you had deadlines and, and that is real successful. And they like that. They like feeling that success. They like seeing their projects up. They like people, commenting on them because that's what they do when they watch a YouTuber, you know, they get to see those comments that people make in real time about their projects. You know, I think commenting is one of those things that we need to be working on. We call it digital citizenship. Some of us just call it being nice to each other. But that seems to be one of those things that every student needs to be able to do. I love the fact that with these active panels and other technologies, you can have multiple students interacting at the same time, um, collaborating, competing, sharing these different things. Krista, talk to us a little bit about what the technology means when you see your students working together for a common goal. It's amazing sort of the difference of knowing that when I used to do it, the same project, paper, pencil, and what a struggle it was sometimes to get them just to write, to respond. And now that we use the technology piece to it, some of my kids that normally I'm fighting to get a paragraph or will write. And I'm just like amazed when I hear the real voice come out because the technology is the added piece that, you know, we didn't have before. Um, so that's amazing. That student voice is always important, right? And that's something yes. that even as a middle school teacher, I'm trying to figure out how do I bring that in when I'm teaching in those years that are shy and, one of the things that we always look at is the STEM education classes, you know, our science, technology, engineering, math. I even go as far as saying social studies and music belong in there because everything mm -hmm. can really be taken into a STEM education. Talk to us a little bit about your experience, Krista, using STEM initiatives and, and how do we not only introduce these concepts of joint projects and, you know, the STEMI type things, but really the collaboration efforts to move these kids into those work related um, concepts. Yes, I, I actually don't teach science. I teach social studies to the, all the fourth graders. And so try, I've been trying that, pulling that into that social studies aspect where we're trying to build a fort and recreate those things. And uh, we have a maker space. And so just having uh, all kinds of different supplies, whether it is really technology driven or not, whether it's just Legos or scrap boxes and things like that, but getting them in there and having tying that into other fields to build and make and create things and, you know, seeing where that can go with them. You know, I think over the last 20 years that I've been an educator, we've certainly seen this whole concept of tech driven workforce change. 
Internet came in, one-to-one devices, everybody's collaborating now. Melissa, as you guys, as as a Promethean, figure out where things are going to be going, as you guys are building the future, what are you looking forward to in tomorrow's classrooms? Well, I'm really excited with um, the STEM is, is a, a big part of what we do to incorporate in our panel. We, we have Bluetooth capability where the students are able to um, bring in little bits is one thing they love to work with. And they love to uh, learn so much about how creating coding and all that kind of stuff with their little bits. They also um, love to do different things within Promethean, like the escape rooms. We, do, we have a great escape room where we incorporate all types of, you know, from STEM to, um, you know, collaborating with each other to team working with each other to kind of solve a problem. I love those things that Promethean's doing. Another direction I know we're going to be moving in is the AR VR, which is going to be very popular coming up on the horizon. I know we're looking into different aspects of that and how we can incorporate that into the technology that we provide for teachers to engage their students in the classroom. There's certainly a lot of things that you can do with an interactive board. There's certainly a lot of things that you can do with the mind of 30 students. And I'm looking forward not only to seeing what's happening at Promethean in the future, what's happening in Krista's classroom, but we want to know what you guys are doing in your classroom. There's, of course, a lot of great ways that you can reach out to us and let us know how you guys are being innovative in your classrooms. You can, of course, reach out to us over on teachercast.net. Leave us a voice message at teachercast.net slash voicemail and email us at feedback at teachercast.net. We would love to hear what you guys are doing to help your students become better equipped for their futures in their workforce. Ladies, I want to say thank you guys so much for coming on the show today. Melissa, tell us a little bit about how we can get a hold of Promethean and where we can learn more information about the great things coming out of Promethean World. Sure. We have a wonderful website. It's prometheanworld.com. That's our corporate site. You could even go further for teachers. A great place to get resources and blogs and learn about our products is prometheanworld.com forward slash learn. You'd find a lot of great information there and some really cool tips that you can use in the classroom. And of course, we're going to have all the links to this stuff up on our show notes over on teachercast.net. Krista, where can we go and find out more about great things that you're doing in your classrooms? You can follow me on Twitter at, at KristaC42. Um, I'm posting a lot, promoting Promethean and all the great things that we're using our active panels for in the classroom and, and checking out tips and things that you can do. Now, we had mentioned at the top of the show, Krista, that you are a Promethean uh, pep. What's the word here? Pep. pep. Evangelist program. So, um, if, 2018, Promethean uh, got a group of teachers together and we actually presented at ISTE and uh, they wanted to continue that. We got a huge response from the crowd there and people liking to see exactly how it's being used in the classroom, not just from um, their Promethean uh, employees. And so they, we continued with that. We meet monthly um, via webcam and conference calls. And we just talk about updates and what would we like to see, what changes need to be made, what suggestions do we have. Um, it's a great, it, it really fires me up, gives me ideas, as well as um, I think helps Promethean see what changes, what things are we looking for in, in their products. And Melissa, what is it like for Promethean to have such a dedicated uh, 
group of teachers that are helping you guys shape what the future of education is going to look like? It's amazing. Um, I actually, Krista was one of the ones that I noticed right away. I remember seeing her at one of the um, conferences we had down in her um, area. And right away when they came up to us and said, hey, do you have teachers that we could kind of form this group? She was the first one that came to my mind. And I said, she'd be phenomenal. I've seen her at conferences. I've seen her present. Um, it's exciting. The teachers can have that that real connection. They feel like, wow, Promethean is really listening to what the teachers want. And by having their voice out there is huge. We, we love having them as part of our team. Well, the one thing that we can learn from today is it's not only about student voice, but it's also about teacher voice reaching out, taking control of not only your professional development, but your students' professional development. Reach out to some of the great folks at Promethean today over at PrometheanWorld.com. And of course, we're going to leave all of the links to both Promethean and Krista's programs in our show notes over on TeacherCast.net. I want to say thank you guys to Promethean for making this show possible and bringing us a great program with Melissa Lipka and Krista Cartwright. And on behalf of everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to the TeacherCast Educational Network, hosted by Jeff Bradbury. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at TeacherCast or online at www.teachercast.net. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.